0: welcome to better since birth this is your go-to podcast for unapologetic motherhood and breaking the norms society holds about women i'm sarah nowak your host and i'm super excited to have you here hello welcome back um, today we're talking about a topic that is probably a bit controversial because um, I believe many people have a different opinion about this. Um, nevertheless, I wanted to share my experience um, because I have a very strong opinion about this topic <laughs> and I suppose that many um, women who are in the same situation can probably yeah, get something out of this episode because... Um, when I was in that situation to make the decision of either to continue the relationship or not um, with my daughter's dad, um, I like I people told me like you should stay for because of your daughter because she needs both parents to grow up, and um, you know all these things that you get told when you decide to end a relationship. Um, but I yeah I was. I don't know. I started first. I was like, yeah, okay. Makes sense. Like my daughter needs a stable environment, but, um, I digged a bit deeper and I was just like really feeling into how, how would that actually impact her? And I know that many people have the opinion that, um, children need both parents, um, and like a stable environment to grow up and that you shouldn't, yeah, that you just stay for the sake of the kids because it's ultimately the best way if both parents live together in one place and um, the children get raised by both parents simultaneously. Um, So I was thinking, I don't know, that didn't seem quite right to me because I was thinking how can a kid be happy when like if I would not be happy, you know what I mean? So... Um, what would get my child out of this, that she would have both parents still at home Um, if I would not be happy or if we both would not be happy in that relationship. um, Isn't it then better to end the relationship, to be honest um, about everything and just um, try to co-parent or find another solution, Um, like a solution in which both sides are thriving and are more happy? Um, yeah, so um, I was asking me all these questions and so I kind of want to share my own experience here and uh, yeah, I hope, hope you um, feel inspired by that. I hope um, this helps and uh, yeah, to maybe find another way of looking at this whole um, topic of just stay for the kids. <laughs> so first of all, I want to point out that um, I don't want to promote just breaking up and just living, um, you know, not, not thinking about your decision and like not giving it a second try or anything. Like I'm a huge fan of like trying to fix things, (laughs) but, um, I think that no one who is in that situation, um, yeah, wouldn't even have like given it a four to, um, to fix like this relationship that you're in um so i guess people who say like you should stay for the kids i think they seem like they fail to see um that the situation that you're in is like so complex and um of course every parent ultimately wants the best for their child and I think no one's just like oh yeah I guess the relationship doesn't work um, out anymore so yeah let's just let's just end things like I guess everyone who has like who is in a relationship and they have a child together would just try to work out things first right um But yeah, sometimes it just doesn't make, it just doesn't make any sense to work further in that relationship if that relationship is toxic, um, for example. And I think then ultimately it's best to, to end it and just find a different approach to, to raising your children. Um, because like I said, I think every parent who is in that situation wants the best for their children, but, um, Also, I believe that you have to take care of yourself as well. What I'm saying, like, basically in every podcast episode, I think at that point, because I think it's really so important, um, because especially when people say, yeah, you should stay for the kids, then what they're basically saying is that you should put your needs aside because your child comes first, um, which is already a toxic thought, I think, because how can you raise a child if you are um, in a toxic relationship and if you are not happy, or if the both of you are not happy, um, like what kind of values um, do you transfer to the child that it's okay to put yourself back? um that it's fine to stay in a situation where you don't feel comfortable that you can't speak up that you can't stand in for yourself um that's basically the values that you teach your children that moment and even if you think like your children are too young to understand well trust me they will understand they will feel the energy in the house and they will see that you're not happy that the both of you are not happy And at some point, they might even think that, um, or they might even realize that you're staying together in that relationship just because of them, and then they will feel guilty. This, of course it's not to say that if you decide to end your relationship it doesn't come with struggles as well or it doesn't come with trauma for the children as well I mean like I said the situation is um it's not easy no matter how navigate how you navigate it but um yeah I think that if you decide to really just only stay for the sake of the kids um then this is only showing them that you're like not standing in for yourself. Uh-huh. And then it's okay to stay in a, in a relationship that is not, <laughs> my daughter is laughing in the background, um, that it's okay to to stay in a relationship that is not, um, that is not healthy, which is, in my opinion, um, not a great way to show your children how love should look like. And it will ultimately influence also their perception of love, the way they grow up, the way they receive love when they grow up. Um, this will basically the love they see as normal and um, then again will also be the love they will probably attract in their lives Um because that's what they think is a normal love. Although it's probably not normal because it's probably toxic. I think it's important to take it a step back in order to understand where this whole thought of just stay for the kids is originating from. And I think it comes from a time where women were still financially dependent on their men, Um, where you couldn't just, I mean you were married before having kids, um, and you wouldn't just like get a divorce. Um, and yeah, just separate no matter how toxic the relationship would be because, um, yeah, it was just, it was just like that. And, like I said, women were financially dependent on their men. There was no way, um, or like in very rare situations, um, that they would get a divorce and that the woman would, um, yeah, find a way to live on her own. So I think um, this doesn't apply to our time now where women aren't dependent on their men anymore, or at least they don't have to be. Um, I mean, of course, in other countries, it's another story I'm talking now from like a Western point of view, of course, it's not that easy in other countries. And I saw that Um, like women approaching me in, I think it was in Nepal, for example, Um, there was a woman who asked me if I would, if I was traveling with my daughter alone and uh, she was like completely mind blown and um was telling me that, um, so she was with her kid in a restaurant and she was telling me um that she has to be with her, that she has to stay with her husband, but she doesn't like him and she just wants to get away. So of course, it's not that easy for everyone. I want to stress that as well. But if you're in a situation like me, um, where you are not financially dependent on your husband or on your partner, or in any other way dependent on him or her, um then yeah it is um yeah it's not like in other countries or like in in, like back then in early years where where you really have to stay because otherwise you wouldn't survive it's Um, yeah, it's basically your own decision now. And, um, as soon as you know that you can make a living without a partner, as soon as you know that you can raise a child alone, although you don't have to, because if you were, if, um, like the baby's dad is still alive and, um, yeah, it's still there, then you can share responsibility as well. You can, um, make arrangements like co parenting um, or any other arrangements that would fit your family. And I think there is also important to listen to your own needs and, um, to your child's needs, because I think it's not um, I mean there are so many different arrangements out there like for example the kid stays for one week with, um, with one parent the yeah, next week with another parent and then there are arrangements where the kid will see one parent only on the weekends or I don't know maybe twice a year or yeah whatever you feel like a good arrangement for the both of you and for your kids Then definitely do that and don't listen to other people telling you oh yeah but I did that and it was blah 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 um I think every family has to has to make this decision um, and has to yeah has to find a way that everyone is happy with um, because I think for example in my in my experience you can't just copy paste what worked for others you have to yeah, you have to find your own way of doing things. And um, that's of course difficult, especially if you have no one who, um, who can support you with that or who can, I mean, no one can take this decision for you. Right. So it's always difficult. And like I said, like breaking up in general is hard, but breaking up, if there are children involved, like, even multiple children, um, of course, that's like the hardest decision ever. And it's not easy for anyone, but um, I believe that staying in a in a relationship where you're not happy anymore um, is only making things harder in the long term. Because if you're not happy or if the both of you are not happy, um, yeah, your children sense that, everyone senses that, it impacts your whole life. And um, yeah, sometimes it's ultimately best to to end things and like i said to find a different arrangement um which can be um more beneficial for the kids than um yeah seeing how how their parents are both staying in like a toxic relationship or um seeing how both parents are not happy anymore and i think your children wouldn't want that either i think it's also important to not get lost in all these questions that will come up afterwards like for example saying thinking about um what am I going to do for the holidays what are we going to do about the money what are we going to do about birthdays um all these things you can think about later I think I really want to stress in this episode that um if you are like if you have the feeling that you're in a toxic relationship or if you have the feeling that you're not happy in your relationship or something is off Um, I think all these questions, of course you have them in your mind. I had them too. Um, but it only makes things more complicated. I think if you're not in a happy relationship and although you have children and, um, you try to fix it or there is no way to fix it because the trust is gone or, um, I don't know, something, something happened that can't be, um, yeah, that can never be forgiven, for example. Although I believe like, I don't believe in not forgiving anything, but um, you know what I mean? That's um, when something happened where you are in a position where you have to set your boundary. um, Because I often think that um, this is also about um, breaking up is often not about like forgiving because forgiving is about yourself. You can forgive anyone, anytime. Um, Another person don't have to do anything for that. And another person could have like completely destroyed your trust, but it's up to you to forgive them but I think often it's more about setting boundaries and um that was also um in my case I just set a clear boundary um my values weren't respected so I set the boundary to to finish the relationship because I was um saying that my values weren't respected anymore so there's no point in like for me to continue a relationship um that, um, yeah, that doesn't have the same values like I do. And I think that's the most important part, um, to, uh, yeah, to, to continue your life. Because once you make that decision, then of course you can think about, um, you can think about all the other things that come along with the breakup and come along with like co-parenting or whatever arrangement you choose. But I think first you have to, um, you have to think about if, um, if this is still true to your values, if if you have to set boundaries here, or if you, um, yeah, if you just need to leave like a toxic relationship, if you just need to get out of it, and I think these are the most important questions you have to ask yourself because anything else you can ask yourself later. Like um, you don't have to figure out from the start how are you gonna. Um, I don't know how you're going to handle the holidays or anything, you know, I mean, of course these questions make everything more complex, but, um, they're not the most important question in the beginning and they will work out anyways, after, um, after you took the first step, after you took the first decision to, to end the relationship. Um, so yeah that's, um, that's what I did basically. Um, I was just really trying to concentrate like on the most important questions, um, for myself. And once I realized there's no point in, in continuing the relationship, I, then I asked myself all these questions, like how are we going to handle holidays, blah, 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 where are we going to live and all these things. And yeah, I have to think, uh, I have to think, (laughs) I think in, um, like both sides, you have to come to a certain arrangement. Although it's also like, there are so many different relationships out there. And I think it's super hard to just talk about now what like everyone should be doing. Like, I don't want to give that impression that this is like the ultimate blueprint. And <laughs> um, I just want to talk a bit about my experience because I think people who are in a similar um, situation might benefit from that. Um, because I spent really, really a long time thinking about it and like digging really deep and um, really feeling into what feels really true to myself instead of what people told me. So um, yeah, like I said, I just wanna share this yeah advice I don't know this experience even about advice I would say <laughs> this experience um because I think others might benefit from it and I think another thing you have to keep in mind if you are just staying for the children is that you're creating an atmosphere at home that is dishonest because you're lying to yourself um you're lying to your partner probably um you are lying to your children and to your family um because if you're not truly living um what you value and what you stand for then this is lying like let's be honest (laughs) Um, this is being not true to yourself and this is being not true to everyone around you not standing in for yourself like it doesn't matter which way you put it it's being dishonest with yourself and with others and i think it's so bad when you as a child grow up in an environment where um problems get swept under the carpet and kind of like no one speaks about it um you know that kind of atmosphere where parents are um like I don't know like not really talking about their problems not really making space for it um just telling their children that they're too young to understand and that their feelings are not valid kind of like giving them the feeling and I think this is like so bad for children because obviously like they're so intelligent beings and they pick up on emotions like so quickly more quickly than you would even think so more quickly than adults as well, um, they can just literally sense the the tension that you create in house in the household, and they can they can pick up on every minor thing. And if you then tell them that um, nothing is wrong, that there are no problems, like if you just ripping everything under the carpet, then what they learn through that is that their emotions are not valid. What they learn is that they um, that I know that they are not emotionally intelligent enough to um, to realize when something is off or to pick up on certain emotion or energies. But um, this is not the case, you know. What I uh, what I'm trying to say here is that Um, you're basically teaching your children to not listen to their intuition and to not listen to their gut feeling, to not, um, yeah, to not listen to their own emotional intelligence, because I believe everyone gets born with that. And I think children have this like, um, crazy ability to be so in tune with their own, um, yeah with their own emotions and with like picking up other people's emotions so quickly um so I think it's just um yeah it can be really hurtful for them to to act like um this is not the case and to make them feel that their emotions are not valid and um, so this is something I think everyone has to keep in mind as well if you think about yeah, just staying for the sake of the kids, because I think if, I mean, my daughter was only one year old when we broke up, but I believe that if she would have been older, um, I probably would have sat her down and just like, we would have probably explained her everything. Um, I mean, you can't really explain that to a one year old, <laughs> but um I think even now that she's two, um, I think that even like this year even makes such a big difference. So I think even now I would, if it would have happened now, I would have like sat her down and just like tried to talk with her about it. Um, <clears throat> and I think of course the older they get, the more they understand and the more questions they will probably have. And of course, the more hurtful it might be for them because um, yeah, they they knew this family dynamic growing up, and especially if you were like a happy family all the time, and then something major happened um, that just changed everything. Then of course, this is like, like yeah, like a slap in the face for them and for you and for everyone. But um, I think in the end, it's just important to to communicate to communicate everything um, honestly, like to communicate with yourself in honesty. Um, and to, to think about the way you're talking to yourself, because I think a lot of people also, um, start talking to themselves thinking that they deserve this or, um, that, um, of course this had to happen because I don't know, blah, 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 because that happened to your friend as well. Something like that. I think it's important to, um, to see that this is another opportunity to, um, yeah, to set boundaries for yourself. That this is an oppor- another opportunity to break patterns and to create a life for yourself and honesty, for your children and honesty and for everyone involved. Um, because I think in the end, it's not serving anyone. That's why I never understand, um, why people are cheating because I think, like, if you are just honest, you know, like, I think every problem would just be solved. Like, wh- why do you have to do something behind people's backs? Um That's the same thing, like, if you have the feeling about uh, wanting to end the relationship, like, just talk with your partner about it. You don't have to wait another year. You don't have to, um, yeah, go on that uh, vacation because it's already booked or to, I don't know, just stay because Christmas is coming up. Like, there will never be the right time to to take this decision I think as soon as you feel like something something is off or you just had enough you want to end things and just talk openly about it with everyone involved because I think in the end it's not like not serving anyone if you just um hide and just think you can make it through another for another month for another year or you know that would just sum up and that just ends up being your whole life you know whereas if you would just do it right away you still have like um yeah so many days before you and um I think also there comes so much power with like just taking a decision not postponing it for another month or for another year and just take that decision I mean you can also always reverse it it's not that uh, decision is like forever I mean of course if you decide to get a divorce maybe that would be <laughs> maybe that would be forever but um like I said I feel like probably like most of the people already know what they want to do it's just that they that they listen to the voice in their head telling them not to because of everything that they inherited from their parents or from society from their conditioning it's Basically, I think everyone deep down inside knows what they truly want. And that's also what I tapped into when I had to take this decision. Um, I was like... I stopped listening to what everyone else said. Um, I literally took zero advice. Like I, I also told my friends, like I appreciate your advice so much, but I have to take this decision alone. And of course, like your friends and your family, they're all biased because they would be um, on your side, of course, or would support you, would want to see you happy and everything, which is super, super lovely and nice, of course. And you're that friend as well. When you, when your friends are that situation it's just how things go and although having support is necessary during that time and inevitable I think ultimately you have to take this decision on your own and you have to really feel into um what you truly want because I don't believe that anyone truly wants to stay in a relationship just because of the kids like I don't think yeah, I can't, I cannot imagine that anyone would want that. Um, of course there are situations where, um, you are dependent on that other person or where it's just not easy getting out of the relationship. Um, because the other partner is like not making it easy for you or like, yeah, giving you a really hard time to leave and you already tried to leave or, you know, there are so many different dynamics, um, that I can't even think about now. So, um I bet that it can be super hard for some people to uh, um, to yet yeah, to just leave a relationship. but um, this is also about just standing in for yourself and um, I mean, those people who want to get out, out of a relationship and they can't for some reason, at least they probably took that that decision. Um, inside of themselves and listen to them, to themselves to, to leave. But then for some reason they can't, but eventually they, they will make it one day. But, you know, this is also for people who are just postponing that decision and just thinking um, they can make it through another week, like I said, or through another month or another year. Um, So yeah, I think because that's where I stood in the beginning is that I was just like, so um, all over the place that I didn't know what to do. But like I said, I think there comes so much power in just taking a decision. And once you realized, um, yeah, I took an inventory about like, what are your values? What do you really want to stand for? And what, um, do you really feel deep inside? Then you can make a decision as well. And, um, I think then it's not a matter of, um, you staying for the kids because, um, I don't know, that's what your parents said or that's what some neighbor said, then it's you being true to yourself and um, you standing in for yourself and creating a life that breaks the patterns from, um, from the rest of your family or from society or whoever said that you should just stay for the kids, basically. I think another thing that you probably teach your kids if you decide to stay in an unhealthy relationship is that you teach them a whole different perspective on life. So it would be a perspective that kids usually don't have growing up because for kids, usually everything's exciting and playful and full of love. Um, But what you teach them throughout the years, staying in a place that is not good for you, where you are not valued, Is that life is tough, that life is um, not playful, that you are not in charge of your own life, that someone has control over you, um, that you are not deserving of love, and that this is just how life goes. You know, I think we all know this, Um, know this sentence that. Uh, we inherited from someone in our family that yeah life is tough and um, you are not deserving of happiness like why would you be deserving of that and I think through I mean this might be a bit exaggerating for some people but I truly believe growing up as a kid in a household that is toxic and not happy and um, kind of fake and a lot of dishonesty or a lot of gaslighting um, I think ultimately children will grow up thinking all these things and, um, they would think that, that life is tough and that, um, yeah, that you're not the own author of your story, that you can't change situations, that you don't hold the power to, to take a different direction or, yeah. Um, to just change your story, rewrite it, because basically, that is what life is all about. When life gets tough, then you still have the opportunity to make lemonade out of lemons, right? So, of course, this depends on like um, your situation. But I mean, I met the most incredible people who um where I was like out of the ashes like a phoenix and yeah it's like that we get put into difficult situations in life to um to grow and to learn from our mistakes and to pivot and to um to take on another direction and I think if you can um if you can show your children that like what resilience looks like and what um yeah taking back your power looks like I think that is so much more valuable for children than just staying with someone for yeah for the sake of um a stable environment which is not even stable because it's built upon like dishonesty and conflict and probably gaslighting so yeah I think um That is something you also have to keep in mind. There is just so many aspects. Like, it's really crazy if you really think about it. Um, Yeah, it really doesn't make sense, in my opinion, to stay in a relationship just for the kids. I mean, if there are any other reasons you need to stay in that relationship or you just can't leave now because of, I don't know, finances or any other thing um then of course you you will probably need to find another way of of leaving or of yeah creating another solution for this but if your children are the only thing holding you back um from leaving a toxic relationship um or a relationship where you're basically not thriving anymore where you're not happy where you're not valued where you're not loved or where you are not loving the other person like that might be as well. I mean, yeah, I think, like I said earlier, just be honest. I think no person deserves to um, t- deserves to be lied to and to live in dishonesty. And of course, it's hard, but that's how that's how life is. I mean, we fall in love and then we separate, and yeah, we have kids, but then yeah, we can separate again, like um like I said I think you're showing your kids so much more or you give them so much more power and you teach them so much more for leaving a situation that is not serving you um than just staying and then like afterwards blaming your kids that you're not happy anymore because your children they don't need a perfect household to grow up they don't need like this classical two parents, a woman and a man um, and a garden and two cars, they don't need that. I mean, children grow up in all the different ways right now. And I mean why wouldn't kids be happier or just as happy? Growing up with you alone or growing up living with a bunch of friends or growing up with other single moms or and their kids or I don't know, there are so many there are so many choices right now. Um, I think we're really living in uh, in a century where it's really not necessary anymore to yeah, to really just stay with someone for the sake of the kids, um, because there are so many different living arrangements and so many different ways to raise your kid, and yeah, I think both parents can still be in the life of the kid, um, but it doesn't have to mean that they need to that they need to be in a romantic relationship. I think they can both be great parents still, and just decide to. Uh, yeah, to separate because they don't love each other anymore. I think there's nothing wrong with that. And it's better to, um, to be honest than yeah, staying in some, in this honest construct. Okay. And as I want to stress that some marriages or some relationships just need a bit more hard work. I mean, it always depends on the circumstances and, um, if you decide to work on it and um, that can be also super valuable for your kids because they would learn that some things just require a bit uh, more effort and I mean that's what relationships are also about Um, they require hard work and constant um, I wouldn't call it sacrifices but constant compromises sometimes even sacrifices and um yeah it is like that I think there's no long relationship here existing on this planet where both parties didn't have to put in a ton of work to make it work of course like definitely and I think it's super valuable to to show that to your kid as well but um I'm really talking about toxic relationships or relationships that just cross boundaries um where there is no way that the relationship like that where no hard work um will benefit into a better relationship or where you get abused or um uh, yeah I'm really talking about relationships where um yeah, where effort doesn't doesn't mean anything because you know nothing would change because one partner is not willing to change or is not willing to make compromises or sacrifices or is just not willing to be in a relationship. Um, so I think there are so many different situations, of course, out there, and it's really hard to um, to make this episode actually because I don't want to um, I don't want to come across like pushy or anything like this is really so like such a personal decision and I think everyone has to um has to take this decision on their own like I said earlier so um I just wanted to talk a bit about my experience because I know that there are so many women out there who are in the exact same situation like I was um and yeah I hope this helped I hope you could get out of something out of this episode and Um, that it maybe helped you to see things a bit from a, from a different perspective or to see things a bit clearer. Um, yeah, let me know if you have any comments or if you have any questions, we'd love to hear them. We'd love to answer them. You can always slide in my DMs (laughs) on Instagram and, um, or you can also, um, comment on this podcast, um, below, uh, below the show notes. Um, yeah, so definitely let me know if you have any questions or if you, um, yeah, if you have any comments on this, what you think about this uh, episode it would be, be really interesting to hear different opinions on this topic. Um, like I said, it's a very controversial, it's a very controversial topic, I think, but yeah, that's my opinion. And I'm, um, yeah, I'm really proud to, to just stand for my opinion or to just also stand like with my decision that I took um because I did not regret that decision a day in my life so far and I think I won't regret it in the future because I really listened to my heart and um I really went deep and um invested so much time into making this decision um so that i can be sure that this is something that really resonates with my like with my deepest deepest heart desires so yes um i really hope you you got something out of this and i will see you here next week thank you so much for listening Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for being part of the Motherhood Revolution. Feel free to share this episode with your family, with your friends. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, please do so by at Badass Birth Podcast. I will put the information in the show notes. And other than that, if you are, have an inspiring story to tell, if you want to be part of the podcast yourself, please drop me a message. I'm more than happy to welcome you here. I'm wishing you a beautiful week and I will see you here next week.